Wipe Your Lens podcast aims to inspire and empower working moms, helping them find fulfillment and purpose and confidence through their photography side hustle. Whether you're just starting out or seeking guidance to take your existing photography business to the next level, this podcast will be your trusted companion, providing guidance and encouragement every step of the way. So get ready to unleash your creativity, embark on entrepreneurship while capturing beautiful moments with the blessings of strong faith, family, motherhood, and business ownership. So go charge those camera batteries, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and your pen and paper, and let's get started. Hey there, welcome. I pray that you're doing well. Welcome and welcome back. This is episode 10 of Wipe Your Lens and I am Kim Stewart. I am excited because this is episode 10 and statistics show that a lot of brand new podcasts do not make it past 10 episodes. It's a sad statistic, but it is true and I'm just happy to be here. So I'm ecstatic and I'm sharing with you today strategies on how to book more clients for your photography business. So let's just get right in there. So basically there are different online and offline strategies to do this. And here are some things to consider. You could do some, you could do them all. You can, you know, listen to it and not do anything, but I hope that you do something. So my first strategy is to create a professional website. I know I love free. You know, I love to do anything that's free, especially if it can help grow your business. But this one is not going to be free to create a professional website. You have to put in a little bit of money, at least starting out to start a website. I know that there are different websites that may be free, but they just don't look professional. You want it to look professional. I use Zenfolio. Um, It's a photographer's website and it's amazing for me. Um, It allows you to update, um, create uh, galleries for your clients. It has a blog um, system on there for you. I mean, it's just a very good website. I will make sure to put Zenfolio's um, website address in the uh, notes, the show notes for this. But having a website, let your clients know that you are serious, that you are professional, that you, and and for one, it's appealing. A lot of places, I know that my friend, when she moved out of town and she was trying to find, it wasn't even a photographer, it was a track league for her child. She looked on social media first. I think she tried to Google it first. Then she looked on social media and then she checked out their website. And however their website looked, that's what determined which tracking league that her children went to. She just based it on that. So I'm like, wow, that's pretty interesting that she just goes off of the website to see which place just seemed more professional and just made her feel more comfortable to go to. And she based it only on that, which is different. So (laughs) next, have a social media presence. Now, what I think she did is she, of course, Googled it first, and then she went to social media and saw that they posted. You don't want somebody to, somebody to find you or to hear about you word of mouth and then go to your social media and you haven't posted in a month. You got to post something. And I have some previous episodes or an episode that I previously did about things that you could post every week. Um, just creative things that you could post to make sure that you're just posting. People want to see if you're posting. I just remember 
and I've said this before, somebody asked me and it just like killed me. I felt like a dagger to the heart when they said, Kim, do you still do photography? And I'm like, yeah, why would you think I don't, you know? And it was because I wasn't posting. I hadn't posted in a while. And for me, it was because I hadn't had any clients in a while. Why don't you have any clients? Because I wasn't posting. Now you could take uh, some pictures that you did last year or whenever and post them. The thing is, photographers of all people have the most content ever. We have all the content because we have photos. All we have to do is put words to it. We can put words to anything. If it was, I mean, anything, just listen to that episode um, about what to post to see the things that you could post. There's so many things out there, especially for photographers, because you post with the picture and we have all the pictures, right? All right. So um, utilize the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. I guess people don't use Twitter anymore, but um, a lot do, but utilize whatever social platform that you like, like the best. I like Instagram the best, but a lot of my followers and a lot of people that book me actually follow me on Facebook. So I know I need to use both. I primarily use Instagram and Facebook and I actually use Pinterest as well because when I blog something or when I put something on my website, I can pin that to Pinterest and those photos will show up on Pinterest. And when people Google me, the photos that pop up are from Pinterest. And I've never had anybody say that they found me from Pinterest, but they'll say Google, but I know that those photos are probably coming from Pinterest. A lot of them are. All right, so my third strategy is blogging. I just started back blogging all of my photo shoots and I really, kind of put this into my client experience because my clients really love having their own blog. They have a blog that kind of tells them or tells everybody about them, tells everybody about their photo shoot, about whatever event that they're celebrating, whether it's a birthday, just their family getting together, or if it's an anniversary, whatever it is, they get their own blog. They have that um, website address and they have their own blog that they can share with their family and friends. And actually when I check the stats on my blogs, a lot of people actually read them, which is, you know, to me, it was surprising. I'm like, oh, at first I was thinking, oh, just just the actual client that's in the photos, they're going to read it. But a lot of people actually go to the blog and read it. And when I go ahead and post it and pin it to Pinterest, a lot more people read it. So that's um, a great way to get more people to trust, know, like and trust you by your blogging. Um, <laughs> the next one, the fourth strategy is something I need to do a lot more of, but I have done it and I do do it. Email marketing. I actually have a free freebie, email freebie that talks about email marketing. And I'll also put that in the show notes. It is just the a way that you can start your email list. Now, if you aren't one to email market, because I never was one. I really don't like emails. I don't like reading my own emails. But my one of my um, photography business mentors had said to me, like, so when you're ready to outsource things, that needs to be the first thing you outsource. What I did when I tried, tried, I have my little quotation fingers up to outsource. I outsourced editing. Now, why would you outsource editing when it's something is, that you like to do? Don't outsource something that you like to do. I like to edit. And when I tried to outsource 
my editing. I didn't like how they edited. I know how to edit my photos, so that I didn't like. I need to outsource something that I don't like doing, which is email marketing. So when I'm ready to outsource, I'm gonna outsource my email marketing because I know it will build my business and have me to book more clients, um, but I need to do it and stay on top of email marketing a lot more. So building an email list first will help you get into the email marketing um, schedule a lot easier by, I mean, I think a lot of people say send out one email month or one email week. Once a week to me is just way too much, especially if you're already posting and things like that. So that is definitely, like I said, something that I need to outsource because I have done it before and yeah, I just need to do better. So my next one, fifth strategy is offering referral incentives. Now this is golden. Encourage your satisfied clients, which will be all of your clients, to refer you to others and then give them an incentive to do that. All my client questionnaires, I ask my clients, who referred you? If they're booking me, who referred you? I'd like to thank them. Please tell me who referred you. And I make it a line where they can say who it is that referred them. And then once they book, actually once they, yeah, once they book, I'll go to that previous client and I'll tell them, hey, thank you so much for referring so-and-so to me. Once they finish, their um, session with me, you get a $25 off coupon to book me for your ne next session. And those are stackable. So they don't have to hurry up and use it. They can use it once they have $50, once they keep referring me and that person, other person books, that's $25 off of your session. So you know, that's going to have them wanting to refer you all the time. That's one thing. Plus, it's going to have them wanting to come back and book you. And you, I mean, are so excited that they book so many people for you. You don't mind giving them that $25 off or whatever percentage off or dollar amount off for them to come back to you. You could also give somebody free prints for successful referrals or whatever it is that you want. But that's what I do. Get them $25 off and it really pushes them to refer you to somebody else. So a sixth strategy is to collaborate with others. Network with other local businesses, like of course a makeup artist. That's what I'm working on right now is collaborating with a local makeup artist. She's amazing and I just, refer her would refer her to other people and I have a few makeup artists that I know and would love to work with but to partner with them and to um, tag them when they've done one of your clients that you're uh, photographing it just helps your business because they see your photos on or people see your photos on their page because they did the makeup and they're wondering oh who did these photos so that's a good way to collaborate and um work with other businesses another strategy would be number seven deliver a superb client experience and you ask how can i do that let me give you some tips so when i say it's the little things it really is the little things i'm going to do a whole nother episode on client experience how i go about from beginning to end with a whole client experience from the first time somebody even just reaches out to contact me, but little things like this. Now, I just had a photo shoot just yesterday, actually, and my clients were like, wow, Kim, you come prepared, so you're prepared, or something she said. I forgot that little quote that she said. You're prepared, so you don't have to be prepared, or something like that, but my clients 
came over and I had my shot list in my head and I had the whole plan down. And usually when it's a group of people, you're usually kind of waiting. Sometimes you're waiting on the last person to show up. So I was going to do individual shots and then do the group shot last because it's outside. The group shot was outside and we want to stay inside in the AC as long as possible. So I was looking at the weather and I'm looking outside. It looks like it's going to rain soon. So we had to do the group shot outside first, which I never want to do because it's hot. And it's hard for people to either stop sweating once they're outside or to get back cool once they're outside first. So, but we had to do that because if it were raining, we would never get that group shot because it was too many people to actually get a good group shot in the studio. So I knew that we had to do it anyway. So we go outside, did a couple shots, come back in and my clients are warm. So I have the AC blasting, but we're still all warm. So I had this little fan, then I had these little handheld fans when we went outside. So I was just prepared and ready. I had, hey, do you want some water? Do you want it room temperature? Do you want it cold? Prepared. So everything, you just want to be prepared. It's like I said, the little things. What music do you like? I put that in my client questionnaire and I have that music playing when they come in. When they walk in the door, they feel like just relaxed, more relaxed. After I do a prayer, they feel even more relaxed. And then we could go ahead and get started. And it's funny because um, one of the ladies for the client, for the um, photo session, she was like, oh, I had brought my speaker because she didn't know it was going to be music or not. Yes. Yes, I'm going to have that music playing. I'm going to have you guys feeling great and relaxed. And you know what I mean? We're just having a good time. So another way to deliver a superb client experience is to maintain your communication. I tell my parents, if you have kids or if you're bringing kids, you can go ahead and bring their favorite snack. As long as it's not anything like chocolate that can melt in their hands or something like fruit snacks, um, heart candy, whatever it is, I tell them and encourage them to go ahead and bring that for the kids if it helps them kind of act a little bit better so that they can finish out with the photo shoot and even tell them, you know, after the photo shoot, we could go out for ice cream. If you go ahead and, you know, smile for the camera and all this type of stuff. So just the communication, helping them plan, makes them feel at ease, makes them feel confident in the shoot. Because sometimes people kind of not freak out, but get a little bit discouraged when they have young kids. They always say, wow, these kids, our kids really behaved for you. They usually don't act like this. And that I don't really know what it is that I do, but I kind of let them be free. I don't let the parents get all upset with the kids. You better smile or, or else, you know, none of that. I'm, I'm like, no, no, let them be free. I just love, I mean, kids are the best because they're already adorable and so cute. So just letting them be them is awesome. And as long as you, again, learn their names and call their name when you're taking a photo, uh, uh, photo they're going to look, look up at you and look at the camera and you, you're getting some great shots. So the next one is offer limited time promotions. Right now, I'm working on my Christmas minis. Now, funny story is that when I first opened up my Christmas minis and when I had the date really early so that everybody can go ahead and book early and secure their spot and everything, I got crickets. Nobody signed up. Honestly, nobody signed up and I'm like, man, and I knew I didn't get all excited. I didn't get mad. I even said, hey, look, 
this is going to be the last day for these Christmas minis. I'm closing it down after this day. Book your spot now. Nobody booked. And exactly a week later is when everybody asked me about the Christmas minis. Now they want to sign up. So I'm just like, come on. But it's okay because I knew that was going to happen because it's always, usually it's way last minute that I get asked about Christmas minis. That's why I started really early this time. And now it's okay. We still, we still will have plenty of time for me to get these Christmas minis in. I can't save that date that I had anymore. I'm going to have to push it back just a couple weeks, but it was still early. So I'm still before December, which is great. I could do that. So offering a limited time promotion. There's Christmas minis. There's Mother's Day minis. There's Father's Day minis, Easter minis, um, fall minis, summer minis, anything that you could come up with. Uh, Mommy and Me minis. Um, I've seen superhero minis. I've never done that before, but it could be bring your pet minis. There's so many types of minis that you can offer and put out there and promote that will get people just like, hmm, let me check her out or let me check him out. He's a new photographer that I wanted to try out. And mini sessions are usually a lot cheaper than a regular ses session. So if they want to try you out, mini sessions is the way to do it because they can kind of figure out your photography style and see how you are with them and the kids and things like that just for a short moment it's not a full commitment but it's something where they can kind of get in and on your books and calendar and then want to come to you forever <laughs> you know so that's a great way offering those limited time promotions i love doing many sessions it's fun um, maybe I'll do an episode or maybe grab somebody, hopefully I've never had any guest on this show yet, but I am not the mini session pro. Obviously you see, I just put out mini session promotion and nobody booked <laughs> until now. So yeah. So just remember that staying consistent with your marketing efforts is key, whether it is, um, you creating your website, make sure it's professional, make sure you update it your social media presence, make sure that you are continuously and consistently posting something onto social media, um, showing off your work, your email marketing and your blogging, make sure you're consistent with that. Like I said, I blog all of my photo sessions now and I really like it and my clients like it too. So I'm gonna continue to do that. Email marketing, I'm gonna get better on it. I need to send out some email marketing um, and actually uh, learn about just more things that I can market on the email and basically I know what it is I could do whatever it is that I post for that week pick something and just go ahead with that um, because like I said before a client will buy after they see something I think it's like 21 times now it used to be seven times now it's 21 times so putting it in their face letting them know that you are available will make it easier for them to make a decision to book you. Offering referral incentives, collaborating with other businesses and networking with other local businesses and delivering that superb client experience and offering um, some type of limited time promotion are all the things. I just wanted to wrap it up real fast so you remember all the awesome ways that you can book more clients for your photography business and that wraps it up for today. Talk to you next week. All right, that's a wrap. 
for this episode of Wipe Your Lens. I hope you found it insightful and inspiring. Remember, as a working mom with a passion for photography, you have the power to capture incredible moments and build a purposeful business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay tuned on future episodes filled with even more valuable content. If you enjoyed this episode, I truly appreciate it if you could leave a review and share the podcast with other moms who aspire to turn their love for photography into a rewarding career. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, wiping your lens, and capturing the world through your unique perspective. You got this, sis.